hello, and happy Sunday. Welcome to this week's edition of Weightless with Dr. Carol Penn. As always, I'm excited to be here. Excited to, where's, where's my bell? Where's my bell? My Bokankui. Call the community together to come and see what's happening, which by the way, that's the traditional use of, of this bell, this instrument, this particular one hailing from Ghana. And to welcome you with that spirit of welcome, to welcome the whole you, all aspects of you in mind, body, and spirit. And what is Weightless with Dr. Carol Penn? It is a 10-part series that really explores what it means to be weightless physically. Perhaps there are some pounds that you want to release and you want to release them and you want to maintain that release of some excess of you, so to speak. All right, there's that. Then there's also what it means to be weightless in mind and spirit. Maybe you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders and you want to be able to brush that off, let some of that go and truly feel free in your spirit. And now we have special guests with us today that are going to help us with some of all of that. The whole aspect of what it means to be weightless in mind, body, and spirit. As a matter of fact, the theme of today's show is the medicine of alignment. And we mean that in a physical sense, as in your skeletal alignment, Form and function are reciprocally related. And we also mean that in the spiritual sense and the emotional sense. And our guests are going to take us in all of those areas about alignment. But before we meet our guests, we have to have a word from our sponsor. And of course, we have to listen to our marvelous theme song by the very talented Kenny Brazil Hamilton. And so take it away, Kenny. Weightless, weightless, no matter what people say, you're full of greatness, greatness. Time you opened up your eyes, you were courageous, courageous. If only they could see you going through your paces, it's amazing. Weightless, no matter what people say, you're full of greatness, Open up your eyes, you were courageous. If only they could see you going through your paces, it's amazing. Weightless with Dr. Carol Penn is brought to you by Penn Global Visions, Penn Global Medical Group, and a Tocito Connection. We'd like to thank you for supporting this program and for joining us today. We invite you to listen to the podcasts of all of our shows at Anchor.com, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts and videos, of course, on YouTube. 
Now let's return to Dr. Carol and her super friend guest. Thank you. Well, hello and welcome back. Thank you so much to our sponsors and to our production team. As always, sending out gratitude also to all the ancestors and to any and everyone who has poured into me, to our production team, into DM to bring this show forward to you. So we are just grateful and happy to be here. Now, you all know me. I like to bring our guest on camera so you can kind of feel them, take in their spirits. So those of you that are watching, of course, you'll see them. And those that are listening, you'll be able to feel their spirit. So today's guest, a married couple. And I'm really psyched about having a married couple on. I'm all about that whole marriage vibe. So excited that I get to work with my life mate and my partner, DM, on so many things. Well, this is a married couple as well. We're going to meet Renee and Jason Daniels. So here they are. You're going to see their beautiful selves, their wonderful smile. So yes, I'm just loving the green wall and the red chairs. So let's start with Renee. And Hi, Renee. So Hello. let's just listen to who Renee is. And we're going to get to Jason there. So Renee Daniels is a former Alvin Alley dancer. So right there, you all know my story, right? So a 30-year fitness industry veteran with a proven track record as a medical exercise specialist and published fitness author. Her book, Straighter, Stronger, Leaner, Longer, is a full body strengthening and alignment program for rehabilitating injuries, muscular conditioning, and toning. Now, a little bit more about Renee. So, she's a proven industry veteran and acclaimed fitness author. Renee develops programming for all aspects of the member experience. Her suite of skills ranges from recruiting to events planning and business management. Renee has excelled in various roles, including program director, group fitness coordinator, and fitness manager for several fitness brands. During her nine years with Equinox Fitness Club, she spearheaded her departments to record to record-breaking sales of three million for five consecutive years before leaving to pursue her first literary publishing deal. Prior to her departure, Renee challenged the idea of a sessions sold approach and pioneered the sessions conducted per trainer monthly production model, which has since been adopted as standard operating procedures or SOPs of the Equinox brand. So welcome, welcome, Renee. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. You're so very welcome. And now let's meet Jason, who I'm told is her husband. So we're really excited to have this whole couple vibe happening today. So Jason has over 25 years of experience in the luxury health and fitness club industry and has excelled in various roles from personal trainer to general manager. 
As a thought leader and successful operator of upscale fitness clubs and president of Daniel's Group Solutions, Jason has developed policy and SOPs or standard operating procedures, streamlined sales processes, converted clubs to green energy and products, restructured departments, rebranded businesses, and modernized systems for many companies, including La Palestra, Equinox, Orange Theory Fitness, Club Pilates, and Matchpoint, New York City. Jason has the depth of experience in the operation of high revenue earning health and fitness facilities in excess of 20 million annually. His passion for fitness and architectural design has led him to create some of the most beautiful spaces in the New York City boutique club landscape. Well, welcome. Welcome to Weightless. Welcome to you both. I'm so excited that that you were here. I'm so excited to have a a couple on. And we're going to get to that, what it's like when you work with your partner, when it's kind of this 24-7 thing going on. Um, Because I know people look at me sideways sometimes when they say, what? (laughs) You You work with your husband? And you live with them. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, it's the kind of the idea to live with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes. So we will get to that. But first, tell us a little bit about the backstory, about perhaps we'll do ladies first, the little girl, Renee, and what the little girl, Renee, was hoping of and dreaming about. And then we'll get to the young boy, Jason, and what that young boy, Jason, was hoping for and dreaming about well before you all became a couple. Right. Well, as a little girl, I always was moving. Um, and by the time that I was six or seven years old, I begged my parents to put me into dance uh, classes. And the first school that I went to was the Carnegie Hall School of Dance. And um, I've just, I know that uh, I've supposed to move. I'm supposed to be dancing. I'm supposed to be moving. I love it. And my dream was always to perform and to eventually have my own dance company. Um, Dance has always been my breath, my life, you know, my reason uh, for existing. And, you know, as a young girl, there were lots of things that uh, hindered that. And a lot of challenges that I personally went through, um, you know, as far as like family dynamics and things of that nature that I had to overcome, but always kept my focus on what my dream was, which was to continue to be a movement, to move and to be a dancer and to have a dance company. And then as I grew and became a young lady, I uh, got injured in dance. And that's when the detour happened and I learned about, um, you know, physical therapy and wellness and how to take care of the body after an injury. Um, But so that's how the merging of movement and medicine came about for me. It was actually living out my passion and getting injured and then fusing um, different disciplines to uh, heal my body. Wow. Well, not a dissimilar story to mine. (laughs) Having an injury that set me down for almost a year. 
And I'll talk a little bit more about that because it's, it's how I, I, I came into a particular technique and way of moving to help heal my body. But Jason, tell us about the young Jason. Oh, wow. <laughs> the young Jason. He was, uh, you know, the youngest of four uh, and, and as such had to keep up um, with the sister and two older brothers. Um, and, and, you know, not so much having to defend myself, but just holding your own, right? And uh, I came up at a time when martial arts reached America and, and became popular. And I loved it from the second that I saw it. Um, it, was, it was beautiful. It was dynamic. And, and I identified with that. And uh, so I got into martial arts at a young age as well as bodybuilding. Um, and as I got deeper into it, I studied for many years, uh, I recognized the, the ability to harness that power, but I also began to recognize not only with martial arts, but also with bodybuilding, that it can be destructive, you know, to others as well as yourself. And as I grew up and, and developed more into my spiritual side as well, I, develop the need to understand how to put a body back together also. You know, I needed to balance out, you know, the things that I learned with the ability to heal. And that led me into fitness and really seeking out, you know, reputable brands that could, uh, you know, really hone and, and, and mold, you know, that ability. Um, and that's, that's what led me down the, the path of fitness and, um, High quality fitness. I would right. say. Yes, 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 yes. So it's really so beautiful how the metaphor at movement as medicine came into both of your lives and came into both of your lives differently, and how it became one of the passions that you have expressed as part of your purpose in life. So now we have, you know, the young Renee, we have the young Jason, how did we get to be Jason and Renee? <laughs> you tell part of the story. Of- well, you we can go back and forth here because there are two yeah, sides yeah, yeah. of the story and we have both sides right here. Jason and I met in the fitness industry um, at the Equinox and um, you know, he was an operations manager and I was working as a, um, a specialist. I was doing corrective exercise. I was working with people that had various injuries and diseases uh, as, you know, a um, corrective exercise specialist was the title mm-hmm. that I had there. And, um, and that's when I met Jason, actually. He, <laughs> I will just tell you that he called me at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Talking about, hey, hi. And I'm like, who is this? I didn't know who he was. He was new to the company. Oh, my God. And he was, this is Jason. And I said, well, what are you calling me for? How did you get my number? I guess he was in the contact book, got my number. I guess he had his eye on me in the studio. And um, that is actually how we came together. First as friends yeah. and colleagues. Yeah. And, and that's the really wonderful thing about how we got together was that we were uh, both movement people, both athletic, both had our experience in the things that we love to do movement wise. 
and uh, share the same faith and uh, worked in the same place. And we just started getting closer and became friends. Yeah. Um, and it grew from there. Oh, yeah. that's, a, that's a beautiful story. Beautiful story. So it grew from there. So the friends fall in love at some point and decide that, hmm, this feels like, you know, more than a friendship, feels like marriage, feels like life partnership, you know, all those wonderful blessings that that come from that. But y'all have taken it to another level because a lot of people will fall in love, they'll get married, but they don't like form businesses and work together 24 seven. So how did that come about that? It also was not only a life partnership, but it's a business partnership as well. Uh, You know, I think, I think purpose had a lot to do with it. Um, if, If people, you know, just hearing our story for the first time might think it was planned but I think it was more purpose than planning. Uh, I was a student at the time, I was at Columbia. I was working with Equinox and as Renee said, we just kind of found each other there. Um, You know, there was challenges working there. Uh, And, you know, we found ourselves in a place where when you meet someone like yourself, you you connect. so that happened. I'm sure there. I came up with some excuse for how I called her at six o'clock in the morning. I don't remember, but but I came up with something. And you know, as she said, the 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 friendship. You know, it was a work relationship, and then we became friends, and we started going to lunch and having dinner, and through that, the conversation and finding out what was important, what's important to her, what was important to me, where where we both felt we were headed in life. And and for me, the moment that I knew was when we had the conversation about our spiritual beliefs. And and when that aligned, that's when I knew. Um, so so we kind of just flowed into it, you know, um, in terms of the working together. It was just natural. We, we love the same things. And, um, you know, it, it didn't feel hard. So it wasn't forced. So we didn't have to really worry about that part. That is so beautiful. I love that story. And I know people probably come up to you, Renee, and they go like, yeah, really? <laughs> you know, what, 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 really? Tell us, what is the secret sauce? Because I hear the opposite. Like I hear, I could never work with my husband. What is that about and what is it? Or what can you add to what Jason is sharing? about the spiritual alignment, the, the things that you had in common that you enjoyed, the natural unfoldment of it. Right. Uh, for the both of us, I know for him and for myself, um, that was a very important component about connecting and aligning with anyone um, is that we were on the same page with our belief system. And, and we definitely were. And um, as far as working with your husband and uh, building a business with your husband, I believe a lot of it really is purpose and intention. Um, I just knew we have so much in common, but yet at the same time, we're so very different. And I think that that's what is so wonderful about our connection and and what we do together as far as building. Um, 
Many people do ask me, how can you work with your husband? Because Jason and I have been working with each other since 1994. Mm -hmm. And um, you wear many hats as a woman. You know, we didn't just get together and get married. We also built a family. We built a life together. And um, you wear many hats. And there are and, and you learn each other. I think during the journey, you're learning each other. You're learning each other's triggers. You're learning each other's strengths. You're learning the things that um, work well, you know, between the two of you. So it's always a growing and learning experience when you're working with your husband. I, and I believe that Jason will say that as well, that we are still learning each other. Uh, and, and we were young and we were... And we're growing, you know, we were growing when we met each other and we're still growing into purpose and into intention. But for me, I feel like it was intention and purpose that we were together. And it only made sense that we collaborate and grow something because we um, have the same mind about wellness, fitness, healing. I know for me, I always said that my hands were for healing and my life purpose is not only for movement, but to bring movement into the area of healing and medicine. And, and Jason also feels the same way. So it was just a fusion that um, I believe is purposed and intended. And, uh, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. and, and can I add something to that? Uh, yes. In terms of people having, I guess, uh, questions about how do you work with your spouse like 24 um, seven? The one thing that I think people would have to understand for, for me, right? How, how, Jay, how could you work with your wife all the time? <laughs> they, they would have to understand some that, that she is amazing at what she does. And there aren't many people with her skill set, right? Across, across uh, many facets of, of the business when it comes to the, the programming aspect, uh, when it comes to the actual application of the programming, when it comes to being intuitive about working with many different personalities, people from different backgrounds, different uh, levels of wealth, right? Um, so it's not like I'm working with a partner who can't hold her own. She's incredible at what she does. So, you know, when choosing a business partner, part of what you want to choose is someone who's highly skilled. So, so it's not just that I'm working with my wife, it's that my wife happens to be exceptional in the business. So, so that too, as a business decision, isn't a hard choice. Ah, oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. So I'm hearing the story emerging of two highly skilled individuals that could actually stand alone if need be and you've joined forces correct so you really become very powerful yes. in that if you will and it comes back to that alignment doesn't it of intention yes. and purpose we're talking about the medicine of alignment and and certainly i mean my tagline is movement is my my medicine mm -hmm. and it has been for me 
again, an all-encompassing journey. So I've, I've done a lot of um, dance in sacred spaces, for example. And people would often think, oh, that's the way she speaks to God. And I say, no, that's the way God speaks to me. You know, I hear God and God's will for my life through my movement experience. I'm one of these kinesthetic learners, you know, that I I perceive the world not through words, not so much through auditory or visual cues, but through sensation, feeling and, and movement cues. So it's just that that space and and to excel in what one does, and then to be able to apply it all to the world of healing, which, okay, so so let let me tell the folks here, our listeners and our viewers, how I met. I heard about uh, this this dancer, former Ailey dancer that was coming to town that, what? Among (laughs) other things, taught Pilates. And Pilates was the way I rehabbed when I had what could have been a career-ending knee injury. I chose not to do the traditional route. Um, I, I did have some traditional medicine in that I did have orthopedic surgery. Back in the day when I had my surgery, they don't do this anymore, but they opened the knee, which of course makes a much longer rehabilitation period. And, and, and what in fact, ended some people's careers. And that's when I found myself on the fifth floor of Henri Bindel's in New York City under the tutelage of Kathy Grant, one of the people that Joseph Pilates, the founders of Pilates, personally taught and trained in the United States. And I can tell you, it was it was quite a journey, but that's where I really learned about the true alignment of the body as a dynamic, functional, living, breathing organism. And there was nothing more that I wanted at that time than to be able to be back on stage performing and moving my body in the way that I had been trained to move my body as a performer. And so that was my introduction to Pilates. And sometimes, you know, those sessions were supposed to be an hour long. And I can tell you what, Miss Kathy would have you in there. And until you did whatever it is that you were supposed to do, you might be in there. And some, for me, I've been in there as long as five hours where I cry for the first two hours before I would do some of the things being asked of me because it was also that fear factor. You know, this I'm a teenager for God's sake and my body is not doing what I'm asking it to do. And oh, my leg had atrophied and all these things and oh, you know, all this kind of drama. She said, okay, go ahead. You go over there and cry. We're going to do all that. And when you finish with all that, then you come on back over here to this reformer and we're going to do this. But there was a huge emotional component for me and there was fear. So by the time um, the my body was functional again and, and I had was losing uh, some of the atrophy, it was an inch and a half, so it was huge, huge amount of um, atrophy. Um, I had fallen in love with this contemplative strength building alignment practice. And so of course, when I found out you were coming, 
Um, I have been to many Pilates studios in the area. I wanted to meet you at the very least. I wanted to take a class at the very least. And lo and behold, I walk in, it's opening night, and I find out that this place is much more than about Pilates. It's called Pilates Plus. Could you tell us what your business Pilates Plus is about and what that plus is? So, so the Pilates uh, is self-explanatory, right? For, for those who understand what Pilates is, the plus being that, you know, for the audience that we want to capture, they may have other interests, right? So for all of its merits, you know, Pilates is not something that everyone is going to naturally gravitate to. Um, so we have programming that includes bar. We have mm. uh, high intensity training. We have functional movement, flexibility, um, cardio, and it, it, it encompasses all of the components of fitness. So there's strength, there's flexibility, there's active recovery. And then we also are there to provide guidance, you know, just to help people. Some people understand your body isn't going to align until you start eating right. So the, the plus, Say the plus it. <laughs> encompasses all of the things that are going to help to strike a, a uh, lasting balance with what they can get in the Pilates studio. So, so the plus isn't one thing in specific. It's, it's, you know, bringing many other things so that we're not deficient in what we're offering people. Wow. Wow. And so, you know, Renee, you mentioned, uh, Corrective movement. Could you tell us a little bit about what you mean about corrective movement and and how and why and when might a person seek that out? You know, our experience in the fitness world, whether it's in the gym or a boutique studio, you're always going to run into people that have injury or have had an injury, which means that you have to bring specificity into the programming because everybody in front of you is not the same body. So um, the corrective exercise is basically being able to provide a member, a client with the programming that they need to get them into better alignment, um, to not exacerbate any issues, pre-existing issues that they've had. Uh, I know that in the fitness world, when we're talking about, you know, gyms, a lot of people have had pretty bad experiences where their personal trainer or person that they're working with is not really dealing with the body in front of them, but basically with, let me just give you all the exercises that I know. Let me just push you because maybe I went to a workshop and I learned this and now I'm going to put it on you. And it, and it might not be the right programming for that individual. So um, for me, it's really about intelligent exercise programming that addresses the specific need of a client. And more than that is knowledge is power, right? So when I'm working with someone or I am training my staff, I want them to understand that we're not only there to take people through a series of exercises, but we're also there to educate the client about their body to teach them how their body moves, how to work through an injury, how to get stronger after an injury, what exercises are contraindicated to an injury. And, and 
and and like I told all of my clients, we may not be together forever. You know, we may just train maybe for a year or a couple of months, but what I want to give you is the information that you can use wherever you go. If you're a traveling business person, I had a lot of uh, celebrities and business people that traveled. I wanted them to be able to take the programming that I gave them wherever they went. So really it's about um, empowering, giving knowledge, as well as specificity to programming. Oh, that sounds absolutely divine. Now, do you do private classes, fitness classes, group classes? Kind of, you know, take us through some of those offerings as well. Well, for me personally, right now with Pilates Plus, um, I am more doing administrative and education of my team, as well as um, customer service. And I don't do a lot of teaching, but I will sub, you know, because everybody has a life outside of their job. And a lot of my teachers and instructors are artists and they, they, want, they want to pursue other passions. So I, I'll get in there and I'll sub a class. Um, so mostly I'm programming, um, developing the type of classes that you may see on the plus side of the Pilates Plus brand. And, and I do want to say that, um, you know, for me, my experience with Pilates was also, you know, rehabilitative. As a dancer, um, we went to Pilates class to get fixed. <laughs> and, you know, our injuries, whether it was my ankle, I used to roll over on my ankles all the time. And uh, that was my experience. And then eventually I learned how to do a Pilates mat style class, um, but never really got into the reformer. And that's where my husband comes in because he has been spending years working for a company that um, you know was a Pilates-based reformer company and always trying to get me on the reformer. But I was very resistant because like you, my experience with Pilates was rehabilitative. Yes, I cried through many of those classes with Kathy because she too was my instructor. And um, I kind of like didn't really want to go to the Pilates, you know, thing as, as far as reformer. And, and that's, that was Jason always saying, we got to do this, we got to do this. And, and now look, it's something that many people are interested in. Um, you know, many people are coming to the studio to learn about it, not only to do it because you have that client that just wants to do it as a form of exercise, but then there's also the client that wants to study and practice and really understand what Joseph Pilates was trying to teach us all those years ago. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness. And and I think well, you know, <laughs> we may, you know, Kathy sound like, you know, with the crumb, but it's just that she was so exact, so so precise. You weren't gonna move to the next thing until you were really in alignment completely with the first thing. So there was nothing was thrown away in the training with her and in the classes with her and it really beautiful, beautiful life lessons, right? To that, that everything, there's no waste. There's no waste in the body. There's no waste in the movement. So really a, a philosophy and approach 
to life for sure. But yes, a, a Pilates though, we, we do have the wonderful machinery. There's the reformer, there's the Cadillac, there's, you know, all these things. And I, and, and, and I think people should, you know, come in and, you know, take the tour, learning how to work with the spring system, which mimics how the tension release and contraction of the muscle. Yeah. which is so beautiful. Go ahead, Jason. I believe that, you know, uh, you know, what you were saying about the, the teacher that the two of you shared, you know, <laughs> is just, um, you know, it's part of, like you said, that philosophy. Pilates is a discipline, right? And, and one of the reasons I could identify with it so much is because of martial arts. It wasn't something that you do, right, to, to just learn moves. It was to learn control, to discipline yourself, to, to get your body to do what your mind is telling it to do. And I think that's what Joseph Pilates was developing when he established that, that philosophy. Um, if he could have, I'm pretty sure the entire method would have had no equipment. So, so the equipment was a means to an end. What he was really trying to teach people was control of the movement, control of your body. Because when you do develop that control, you know, you also minimize the risk of injury. Yeah. So, so if you move haphazardly or, or uh, what's the word, without being thoughtful about your movement, that's where injury comes from. That combined with the physical structure not actually being conditioned for the move you're attempting to do. So, so he was very intentional, intentional about what he was doing, which is why Pilates is such a time-tested and proven method that 100 years later is now still growing. It's, it's taken on a whole new, you know, uh, life, and it's global now. So, you know, it, I think it's just a, a real testimony to, you know, how uh, on point he was and how visionary he was about what he was doing. And that aligns with Renee and I, her being a dancer, myself being a martial artist. So, you know, we're not, we didn't open Pilates Plus for the sake of getting everyone to do Pilates. We want people to move properly, but the way they want to move, right? I'm not a guy who's given to dancing, but I love to move and it comes out mm -hmm. in martial arts. And for other people, it might be other things. So Pilates and the uh, programming that we have in the group fitness side of the studio are all a means to everyone being afforded the freedom to move. Right. And, and I'd like to add that when it comes to alignment, I'm, I find in, in the years that we have been doing wellness and fitness, um, there's not a lot of communication about posture, you know, when it comes to how you stand and how you move and what good alignment and posture means to movement. Um, many people come to me, uh, even, even now, with really bad posture and don't understand that they, they have bad posture or what good posture is, and also that their posture is the reason why they keep getting injured. So, you know, I feel like the the technique of Pilates is a great way to get in touch with your spine, spinal alignment, 
which then goes to the alignment of your hips and everything else. It's like building blocks that children play with. You know, they place them, you know, different ways. Uh, and when the body is not aligned, like the building blocks that are not positioned properly on top of each other, you know, the whole structure can fall apart, right? The building blocks fall to the floor. So it's the same thing with our posture and with our alignment. When your body is not in good alignment and your posture is poor and you add to that acceleration or weight and movement, eventually an injury is going to happen because you're not focusing on what is the basis of good movement, which is alignment and posture. Absolutely. I love this conversation because I, I'm also thinking about this is something that I, I emphasize in my, my role as a medical doctor is like, okay, people, you need good alignment and posture because guess what? This caved in chest, you wonder why it's hard for you to take a full breath? Well, your lungs are inside of this caved in chest, this caved in rib cage. They can't expand. So of course you're short of breath. Oh, you've got chest pain and compression. Oh, well, we can see from this machine here, there's nothing wrong with your heart but if you're these compressive forces right behind this breastbone is your heart right. it's pressing on it so it's not free to have its full excursion of movement so it right. also lines up with our our organ health and so yeah. when the heart is compressed well you know that's a part of coronary artery disease when the lungs are circulation that it's yes that's a part of copd and high blood pressure or constructive uh, obstructive pulmonary diseases so that alignment is also about our organ health because our organs are housed in the within the bony structures or our, our skeleton so this is such an important part of being able to breathe fully of our heart being able to beat rhythmically to keep us literally quite literally alive to keep that circulation going out to our fingertips and to our toes so that vitality literally is in every aspect of our bodies so i just you know just want to write a letter to like to every medical office every hospital in the area and 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 ask them to consider that encouraging to encourage their patient population to learn about this dynamic placement of the body, to come explore a group fitness class, because that's also emphasized in the group fitness, this idea of the, the body is in alignment Absolutely. and the body is something that has to function. Yeah. So this one is so... Of the things, oh, I'm sorry. One of the like, things that I tell the members, um, because there are some members that only go to the reformer, and, you know, Joseph Pilates, when you look back at the pictures and the video, and you see that he did a lot of math style, did a lot of work without the reformer. And so I try to communicate to the member base that you have to take what you're learning on the reformer into movement, into doing more dynamic movement, because sometimes people just want to lay down and work out, right? But that has to translate... <laughs> That has to translate into how you move, doing more dynamic movement. Um, and, and so, again, there is the plus, or the Pilates plus, is that 
you move from the reformer into a more dynamic movement and programming um, to challenge your body a little bit more, challenge your balance, challenge your strength, you know, challenge your ability to uh, move from one uh, movement to another, you know, mm-hmm. in a flow. So and in a way, it might be ideal for a person to experience some of the equipment, the reformer, and then take a group fitness class. And then they can really see that that alignment and that dynamic stretch that they're experiencing on the reformer, the practical application of it. Yeah. That they are, in fact, stronger and able to move more fully expressed in the world. Yes. And there are some other aspects, you know, that are, I guess, less tangible or measurable. But when you talk about posture and alignment, think about the energy, the vibe that you give off when you're standing tall, when you're moving without so much effort, you know, when, when walking isn't laborious, when standing doesn't hurt and just how you, the, the, the state of mind that that puts you in and how you perform how you present yourself to the world when, when you're aligned, right? So that, that, that's the physical alignment, but it's also the alignment of yourself with life and, and things being fluid and able to adapt. So, you know, it, it, it extends so much further beyond, you know, just the physical systems and it goes deep into the soul of a person when you really get into what, posture and alignment really is, you know, it's, it's your entire positioning in your existence. Yeah. You talked a little bit about, um, you know, some of the services that we offer. And one of the things that we do offer are one-on-one private sessions. And there have been people that have come into the studio with various conditions and pain and are now at a place where they're pain free. And I find that when a person is pain-free, their mindset, their thoughts about their life, it just, it's just a complete change in how they carry themselves and in their thought process. Um, I, I know for me, not only at Pilates Plus and other places that I've worked, when movement is used as medicine and a person is experiencing a change, and, and their alignment is better. They're no longer in pain. They can do basic things that they weren't able to do because of pain. Their thoughts about their life change. Their thoughts about themselves change. And I know that Jason would agree with me that we are, we want to deal with the whole person, not just the body but we want to deal with the soul and the spirit of an individual as well through the movements and, and, and through the uh, various um, you know, programmings that we offer. Oh, that is so amazing that you say that because that is the approach, isn't it? To be able to deal with the whole person, to bring the whole person into alignment, mind, body, and spirit. So we're going to take a pause right here. We're going to have a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, I would like to uh, take the, the 
conversation into the direction. Jason, you started to go there when we talk about what it means to be weightless in the spiritual aspect. We, I know that you both do some very special work outside of the fitness industry. And I would like our viewers and our listeners to learn a little bit about that aspect of Jason and Renee as well. Sound okay? Absolutely. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. And again, thank you so much to our sponsors. And now to return to today's programming. All right. So Jason and, and Renee, both of you have another aspect of who you are outside of thought leaders in the fitness industry. And I understand that you both have worked or are working as federal police chaplains, and you've both worked in different aspects of the ministry. Can you tell our viewers and our listeners about that, Jason, and that, Renee? Sure. Uh, so uh, for the past, I would say maybe two decades, We've been well beyond that, but I, but together, I'll say, right? <laughs> for for the past maybe twenty years, we've been working together in ministry, um, serving as ministers, as pastors, and then most recently chaplains. And there are there are differences in those three things, uh, but the common thread in all of them is spiritual, you know, guidance, leadership, and um, you know assisting people in aligning with their highest self, you know, the spiritual man, the inner man. Um, and that, that comes out in various ways. Sometimes it's merely service, right? To extend, you know, our beliefs, you know, um, we believe in, in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Um, and we are an extension of him. We are the hands, the feet, the, the, the heart, of God in the earth. And sometimes it's just service. Sometimes it's counseling. Sometimes it's teaching. Uh, sometimes it's leading worship, but whatever it is, it, it's for the purpose of helping people tap into that spiritual nature and, and all of the things that, you know, proceed forth from that. And, and that is actually the primary thing in our lives. Yeah. You know, faith, you know, faith in a higher being, right? Um, there's so many people, and I think right now it's really important that people have something to connect with to give them hope. Mm. These are very troubling times. These are very scary times for people. And many people are not connected in any way to the thought of there even being a higher being, a greater being, someone that can assist them in their walk in this dimensional reality. So the work as a minister, a pastor in a brick and mortar uh, place, you know, is becoming, I believe, more obsolete as people are becoming more um, jaded by institutions of church and religion 
And so for me, I believe for Jason, it's not so much about getting people into the church or forcing them to believe what we believe, but getting them to a place where they can believe that there's something greater than themselves that can actually help them to navigate through what is happening in this dimensional reality, their life, this place that we are in. And I know that I have encountered many people that are hopeless uh, in, in the things that we are going through today. And we need to have hope. We need to have hope that um, we can get through hard times. We can, um, you know, we can actually get answers to prayer. Um, we can even in our faith and believing in a higher power, um, even get healing. You know, I mean, when you're in harmony with yourself, you can bring about healing in your own body. So I think a lot of people are um, now opening up. And that's one of the reasons why we became chaplains because of the direction that the church is going in and has been going in. And, you know, quite frankly, the failures of the church to really help people navigate through their life. Mm -hmm. And um, that doesn't change how we feel about our creator um, we have a very solid faith that faith has taken us through many challenges and obstacles in our marriage and even how we deal with each other, but to bring that to people, to help them to understand that, you know, you can have hope and your faith can bring about, you know, for, you know, lack of maybe a better word, miracles or change or, um, answers, right but but mostly as a chaplain to connect with people where they are and bring them the type of help that they need spiritually to bring their spirit alive because a lot of people don't really connect with that part of themselves you know they they're they're more about you know this you know the flesh and understanding like okay i'm a doctor i put a lot of work in to become a doctor um, I'm an athlete. I put a lot of work in to become an athlete, but I feel like a lot of people don't put that same work into developing and building their spirit man, their inner man. And so that is why we became chaplains. That is why we are, you know, not really in the church. Like, you know, I think 2020 did a lot to, to people's thoughts about spirit and, and where, you can pull and glean um, uh, about spiritual things. It doesn't have to be only in the church. And I'm certainly not putting, saying that the church, you know, is not a good place to go to, but I'm saying that it's not, it has failed people. And we need to recognize that and we need to be real about that, but still at the same time, be able to help people to, develop that inner person, that inner being, their spirit man. And I, and I think that a lot of people neglect that part of their life. And uh, so that's why we're here. We're also in Red Bank to equip people spiritually, not just to help them physically with the, you know, working out and being better and moving better, um, but also to 
help them spiritually. Like Jason and I came here to open up some type of spiritual equipping hub where we can connect with people. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, just before I, before I forget, I want to say, at, you know, the the spiritual alignment, you know, um, as it relates to weightlessness, right? Mm. Uh, being weightless. When you are spiritually aligned, you go through your life knowing that you're not carrying this alone. So it makes the everyday burdens feel weightless because I don't have to carry it. There are some things Jason, the, the, the human in the flesh body, can't solve. So I don't have to rack my brain to try to solve something that I should be giving over to, to my creator. Um, I don't have to look around the physical realm for answers that I know are in the spirit. So I got to go higher when I need those answers. Um, and, you know, there is a lot to say about living a powerful life when you live from the spirit, when you live inside out, as opposed to consuming from the physical realm and going outside in. It's a powerful life to, to have a life in the spirit. So, you know, that is a, a huge thing for us and something that we want others to understand. Um, and, and as Renee pointed out, it's not about uh, for forcing doctrine on people because mm. a relationship with God has nothing to do with dogma and doctrine. It is truly about connecting with your creator, which leads you to your purpose, which makes life weightless. Right. And, and as you know, Dr. Carroll, there's been many studies that show that people that are sick, right, or people that are terminally ill, the spiritual aspect can bring healing, can bring a calm, can bring um, a hope to them that also brings about longevity and, 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 and just a place to put all of those fears, you know, um, not to mention when you're connecting with the creator and you're connecting you know, with your inner man, it helps with your thought life. We know that our thoughts are extremely important in creating our world and mm. extremely important in how we deal with the challenges of our life. Negative thinking is going to keep bringing you negative, you know, responses and results. And so, you know, being able to get in touch with the inner man, being able to connect with a higher power can, you know, and I know for myself, that's where I get my mind alignment, <laughs> you know, is, yes. is really by my meditation time, my time alone with the creator. Uh, it recalibrates me. It reconnects me with the truth. It reconnects me with harmony with myself. And when all those things are just, you know, discombobulated, um, you know, it can be a scary, it can be a scary uh, life that we're living like you can feel hopeless you can feel you know traumatized by the things that life because life is going to bring challenges but it's really how we respond to those challenges and I know for myself and also for Jason that our time alone with the creator and our time together in prayer um, absolutely 
helps us with the way that we think and how we move through our challenges. Ah, so beautifully said. On that note, we are going to have to wrap and I just have to pass you all the heart and say thank you so much for being on today's show. You got to promise you're going to come back another time to keep sharing these pearls of wisdom. Absolutely. Thank you you for having us. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're going to have Kenny play us out. See you and meet me backstage in the green room. Greatness, greatness. No matter what people say, you're full of greatness. 